What up? What up? Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where our goal is to help you create happiness through growth. And the way we do that is by every week, bring you the tips and tricks to help you kill every day and on your fucking life. I'm Bawanka. I'm your host. It's episode 112. And you know we about to bring that hot fire. So today... I'm joined by a very special guest, Amit Sakdiva. You got that last name, nice. I got it, I got it. So, Amit is someone who we know through a mutual friend, uh, Charin. Yeah, shout uh, out. Warrior Wisdom. He's been on the podcast before. If you haven't heard his episode, make sure to go listen to it. Because he's, he's always bringing a lot of that wisdom. Um, so, some things about Amit. He's someone who, who got into sales at the age of 21. Um, he worked at a, he worked at a, a car dealership, um, and and he built himself up, which we're going to be talking about on the episode. But now he's at the point where where he runs two car dealerships, um, and we're going to be talking about that. Uh, but I mean, how are you doing today? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. You ready? You ready to have some fun? Yeah, and, man. And First, I want to give you guys a shout, man. You guys are doing something amazing out here, inspiring so many people, and you know what? It's just a uh, an amazing journey that you guys are on, and I'm glad that I can be on it, man. Okay, okay, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so let's kind of let's kind of get into the into your backstory and and kind of kind of tell us a little bit about like how did you get to 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 where you are today and what was what was kind of like your life like growing up. Yeah, um, like so I'm I'm born and raised um, in Rexdale in Toronto. Um, so growing up was, uh, nothing crazy. Like, you know what? I, I can't say that I had a bad childhood. You know, we, ha- we were blessed with everything that we, we could basically ask for. Parents obviously worked all the time. So it was us and, you know, we didn't have the social media. So we were on the streets and doing what we got to do. And, you know, and obviously life takes you on different paths, t- um, during that time, mostly from the area that I'm from. And, um, Basically, going growing up, um, it was school wasn't my thing. So, just to my f- main friends all went off to the university a year before me. So, mm-hmm. and I had a, I had to stay back a year to get my you grades stayed, and whatever. You stayed for that victory yeah, lap. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> had to go to some adult school, get those extra classes in, and um, and so my main my main reason to go to university was to go with my boys. Like there was nothing more than that, right? Just mm-hmm. to go and join them, and they were out out. Uh, out in Brock University. So um, luckily, after a year, I got in, and um, it was a big deal for me. Like, I still remember that day. And so they all lived on res, so I moved in the next year. So they were in their second year, and I was in my first. So long story short, I was there for two years, and I still remember this day. So second year finished, I came home, and my dad had to take me up to grab my stuff from the house that we were living in. And we went up, took a drive there, and we went into the house, and it was seven of us living in a house. So it was upside down, beer bottles, just cases, things everywhere, obviously. Student you know, life. Student life, right? <laughs> and, um, and there was a moment in that where I looked at him, and I was like, I'm not coming back. And to my own shock, and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I- I'm going to figure something else out. And it, that's all I said, and it was nothing beyond that. But there was something that clicked that day that was, that was like, this is not my journey. Like, this is, you know, I'm doing it for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So I came back, and um, 
I applied for Guelph University, you know, by, the, by Humber College. And they took half my credits away, and I'm like, I don't care. I joined, transferred, and I jumped in the car, and I printed out like 20 resumes, okay? And went and dropped them off at all these random places, at banks, dealerships, everywhere. Just mm -hmm. wanting, I just wanted to start working somewhere. And I walked into a dealership. There's a new GM there. You need a sales license and everything to sell cars, by the way. I walk in. He looks at me, and he's like, I just started today. Can you start tomorrow morning? Just 9 like, a.m. Just, just like just that. Like start tomorrow. And there's a whole process to get into the business. So you have to license, training, the whole nine yards. Mm. I was like, down, let's do this. Yeah. This was at 20 years old. So I started there at the next day, 9 o'clock. After a month, they found out I had no license. But I was so in love with the process of just doing it that I was already selling cars, already doing what I got to do. So then nobody questioned it like I was already experienced, right? Yeah. But I, 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 and this is, I guess, the first lesson was... I went to the best of the best of whatever department that I seen, and I just learned. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest lesson that I pass on now from that time is, if you want to become something, don't wait for that door to open. Just become that, and that door will open. A lot of people wait for the opportunity. So you're in a position to say, I want to be a manager. Why aren't they making me a manager? Why aren't they making me a manager? And the day somebody comes to them and says, hey, okay, you know what? Today we're going to give you the opportunity to be a manager. That's the day that they decide to be a manager. Mm -hmm. But really the, 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 the key is become a manager now or become what you want now. Learn everything about that position because that door will open. And when you're already in that position and know everything about it, you can walk the, through that door ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what I really like about that is, is, is you're about that action. It's you're just about that about action. Doing you, it. you said, this is what I want. You went to 20 different places. Literally. You got one place hired you. You didn't stop and say, like, uh, I'm not qualified. Yeah. I can't do this. You just said, how do, what, what do I need to do? Dude, and, you just morning, start, and you just started selling, selling cars. Yeah, and, man. And, and, it, and it grew into something, something incredible. Yeah. Um, so, okay, keep, keep, keep going uh, with your story. So, yeah, so that was at a Hyundai dealership. Then I moved on, I think, uh, two years after when I was 22, 23 uh, for a different opportunity, and, um, which was hard enough to move. And I went into a, uh, another dealership as a salesperson. Uh, so this is where the theory of sticking through the mud is. I went there and started with uh, uh, a bunch of people that started at the same time. I would say there was like 10, 12 of us. A year and a bit in, on a Friday evening, everybody on the staff decided to up and leave. Why? For, that dealership wasn't doing well by any means. Mm -hmm. By any means, right? We were, we were, it was a, a dealership selling nothing, like 10, 15 cars, just wasn't real, well run. And obviously, so the manager was connected to, with all the people on the floor. So he got a great opportunity somewhere else and he took everybody with him. Mm, okay. Now, he knew I was loyal, so he didn't tell me. I was the only person he didn't know. But that Friday, he came up to me and said, I have a position for you already set at the other place with salary, with everything. Way more than what I was making there. And I was like, I can't up and go on these peeps like that. Like, everybody's gone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's why I didn't tell you, but you have that, if, that chance if you want to. And I was like, no, like, I, I, like my heart won't let me. So long story short, they all left. And I was in full-time school at that time in University of Guelph. So mm -hmm. I was working 12 hours a day with classes in between. So I'd work, 
then drive, go to class for two hours, and come back to work. Okay. Seven days a week. You're just straight hustling. That's it. I did that for a year and a half. And I used to work Sundays optionally myself. Even though Sunday was closed, I would used to go there, open the dealership, and just sit there. Mm-hmm. So I did this for two years. And this is kind of the message that I, I sent down, you know, to, uh, to all my colleagues and, you know, my sales guys is that there's no success without going through the hard times, right? Like there's nobody you, I don't know how many people you could probably name that have gotten to the point that they wanted to without going through the oh, you, mud, like we you, said, right? You always got to go through that hard stuff because that's what, that's what builds you up yeah. so that you can, that the, you're able to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. And, 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 and it's just, I think the more you put on this side, the more that comes out on that side. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like that yin and yang, right? So, and that's what I did. And I just, grinded and started from the bottom there and just one by one with one uh, there was a point there was only two of us working in dealership like right now there's 55 people you know so so yeah and we just went year by year and um and in those times you know to kind of connect to the late kobe those were the days where i used him every day Mm -hmm. and and uh, you know that's why this 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 whole thing that passed that just happened you know really hit me in a different way it's just because he actually was the reason for my success with no bullshit because it 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 literally was i watched everything that man did inside out and related it to my life like this whole journey like him sticking it out with the lakers for 20 years even when they were horrible Mm -hmm. you know what i mean when they were bad and just gutting it through and i kind of had that same journey and 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 definitely used everything, every gem that he gave me. So that's why it's deeper than just being a fan with him because he was a direct reason, I feel, you know, mm. for my success. Yeah. No, and I think one of the, one of the biggest things uh, about Kobe because we're, we're on the subject is he was never like, he didn't come into the league like the, this guy is the best. He's, 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 the, he's no. the chosen one. Like he had to, he had to work. He didn't have he the didn't, body. He, he didn't have the height. He didn't have big, like he didn't have all, you know, all those things that these natural, Michael Jordan's hands, Michael Jordan's, LeBron James, he didn't have those. Yeah, yeah. No, he, was, he would work and he would probably, he was practicing like four times a day where most people are practicing maybe one or two times a day. But when over time, all of that just it kept compounding, and yeah, that's how he was able to become to the best, and that's how that's why his legacy is is so so big, and it's and it inspires so many people. You know what? That's it's that's why if you wa- if you if you were really on that Kobe Bryant run from from the get go, right? Like I was, it's different, and it's so amazing now that the world's kind of diving into his into his story and really seeing what his story was about but if you were on that actual journey and you really seen the little things like it's the the amount of controversy and things that surrounded him throughout his journey for him to come every day and stay consistent and give you 40 and 50 and 60 in those times when you're allowed to hand check and people have game plans after you and it's, it's in the paint and it's a totally different game than what we play today. It's, it's the relentlessness of his commitment to the game. Of, and I don't know if you heard that story that just came out. Um, Jay Williams, he went to the practice, uh, to the Staples Center two hours before the game or three hours before the game to go practice to get shots up. Mm-hmm. So he goes there and Kobe's already there in full sweat, all right? They're like, a, I think, a, 
I think, a 12 or 11 seed, and they're the number one team. So it's already a team that he knows that he could, you know, they, they, they got it for the night. But he's there two hours before, already got a broken, you know, full sweat, uh, taking up shots. So he comes, like, this guy's already here working. So he goes and puts a full work in. He goes, finishes working, and he's still there shooting, right? And he was started before him. Mm-hmm. He goes, takes a shower, comes in, and he's leaving the court then. So game comes, he drops 45 points, Kobe. So he goes to him at the end of the game. He's like, yo, like, how do you do this? You practiced four hours full sweat before the game. Like, what made you do that? He's like, because you came, and I wanted to make sure you knew that if you worked hard, I'll work harder. Mm-hmm. So that was his just thing. Like, if he's seen somebody work hard, he was going to work harder. And that whole theory, be the hardest worker in the, on your team for you if you want that result, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so yeah, so I know you, you took a lot of that and you kind of, you kind of, uh, framed your, framed your life yeah, around exactly. it. Um, so kind of tell us about like when, what, what, like, what was it like when you felt like you were in the mud and, and, and maybe you had those times where you wanted to, you wanted to quit, um, but you were able to keep pushing through. Faith is number one. And, and I think that whole, and the, the biggest thing that I get out of him is that, that not quitting. I just feel like. It was something that I always felt is right there. And if I left, I left right before that, that door opened. Mm-hmm. So it's that faith of just saying, okay, it's tough right now. It's tough right now. And, and also being joyful in that journey. You know, I, I have a, a thing about life. Like, it's not the end goal that you're chasing. It's the journey. Uh-huh. Right? So if you're on that journey and you're just joyful throughout the journey, then the whole process is fun. Yes. And I think people put too much focus on the destination that when I get there, that's where the gold is. That's where my happiness is. And when they get there, they're like, there's nothing there, right? Because you you, you, you get there and now now you feel like you're on on break and you're like, okay, what do I do? do What do I do next? So it is, yeah, you do have to enjoy that whole process. and and The joys in the journey, right? That's where the, the... I think the that people get lost in that and always looking to something else to bring them that joy and happiness or that that sense of accomplishment. Yes, you need to take minutes of reflection of when you get to a certain goal to say, yes, I made it. Mm-hmm. But I think more so the focus should be on the day-to-day of just finding the joy in the little things, of getting to the next step, to the next step. And then your life becomes joyful and mm-hmm. and more you know yeah so so how were you able to find joy because i know you're hearing a lot of a lot of no's um it's, of course, it's, it's, yeah. it's all a part of the process but how are you able to find joy when you know someone comes in and and, and they got you thinking that they're they're ready to buy a car and, or just and, and different next... opera yeah exactly yeah absolutely it's hard to pinpoint to say what it is and like i said number one was just having mentors mm-hmm. someone like kobe my dad my parents who, who kind of never put pressure that I have to make it. Yeah. You know, I never put my pre- uh, put pressure on myself that I have to make it today. I knew that I have to eventually make it. Mm-hmm. And I always had a thing, the more you hop around and keep changing your destination, the longer the path is going to be. So if you're on this path already and you're sure that this is your passion, because if you don't have that passion driving the, the driving force behind you, mm-hmm. then I think those are the those are the type of people that might quit or leave it because there wasn't enough passion driven behind it. Because mm-hmm. during the hard times, the only thing that gets you through is the passion, yeah. right? So I think I had enough passion and enough commitment in me to say that 
I'm just enjoying just doing this. Yeah. Right? It wasn't ever about the money or the or the position. It was just the bigger the challenge, the more fun I had with it. Yeah. So what would you say? What would you say is, was your passion and, and your commitment that kind of helped drive you drive you through? I, I'm a I'm a goal guy, right? So I have a lot of I write down goals every day from from hourly, from daily to weekly to yearly. So I, I think just seeing those in the morning, this is what I got to do. There was nothing else beyond that, mm-hmm. right? So if, if it was selling cars or if it was doing whatever it was, learning a new software, what, I would have it written down that this is something I got to learn today. Yeah. And then it was on to the next and on to the next. So I never gave myself time really to sink in the reality of like, oh, I could be there, I could be here. It was just like, this is where I got to get to. This mm. is the road there. Yeah. And one of the th- really good things I got is you said uh, you, you, you like to be challenged, right? So every time when you're writing all these things down, it's probably not easy to do, but no. that's, why, that's why you're writing them down. And now that is that, that's your challenge. So you got you to gotta go after yeah. it and you got you to get it. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely a good a good passion and, and and something that can that can keep driving you forward. Yeah, I think it's like that with everybody. I think if you get out of comfort zone, it, it, you you start to you start to slow down, and you know that's like that line. If you're not growing, you're dying. Like you're going backwards, right? Mm-hmm. So I think those are the reason why people who have goals or cha- like cha- continue to challenge themselves. They it, it, you you never settle. You never feel like you made it. You always, there's always something else to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then you might have that day where it would be like, oh, wow, I started from there and now yeah. I'm here, right? So I think it's just one of those things. If you stay in the moment and stay in, stay, stay in the grind, it's just it's always fun. It's always something that you're chasing. It's never a sense of, oh, I made it. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it and that's how you kind of take the ladder up, right? Where do you currently feel like you are in life? If you've been listening to us for a while, you've probably already created goals, but goals aren't easy to achieve. Maybe you're struggling with consistency or you're always feeling distracted like you have so much to do. Our goal with growth coaching is to help you start believing in yourself and knowing exactly where it is that you want to go. So if you're ready to start taking action and moving towards your goals, then go on our website, continualgrowth.ca and sign up for a free growth coaching call or slide in the dms at continual growth on ig to find out more about how growth coaching can help you now back to the show so we're really big on like habits different types of routines things like that what would you say are like some of the biggest habits or routines that that help you uh get to where you are and accomplish the things that you've accomplished i think number one is just just not giving up and just showing up every day, just being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think we put a lot of focus on uh, on the rituals of, you know, these uh, really successful wake up at five, do this. Those are all great things that definitely help. But I think if you put too much focus on that, the day you don't wake up at five or you don't wake up at seven, then you have that mindset, oh, today because I didn't do this, now everything is going to kind of go down that way. Mm-hmm. Like you definitely want to have these little routines in check to make sure you do it but i think your bigger picture should just be i gotta show up like and it and there's no excuse behind that if i slept at two or i slept at nine or if i woke up at five or i woke up at eight Mm -hmm. when i walk through these doors like my life my baggage everything's at the door like i'm here to work Mm -hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing that i i just i just chose to work over anything and and 
when and just that commitment that there's no days off. You just go in and you put in the work and you leave. And and when you do that for a, a substantial amount of time, you start to, you know, uh, build build on things and start to kind of get to a get start crossing off checkpoints. So I mm-hmm. think for me, I'm a routine guy. Like I do like to, I go to the gym in the morning. I do all all those things, but I try not to put so much value on those things because there's been periods in my life where I wasn't able to yeah. and I'd beat up on myself mm-hmm. oh I didn't wake up on time oh I didn't go to the gym today but then life is life and things happen you, have, you get married you have kids you have commitments and you know things throw you off so I don't think that's a, an excuse for you not to do your work mm-hmm. so I think that's kind of just my commitment to show up and work okay perfect perfect so now uh, you're at the point you have you have two dealerships and was this did you always know this is what you wanted or you kind of started working you started achieving more and then you're like hey you know what maybe I can get to the to the point where where I have two dealerships so where how did that come about I've always had the vision so there's no doubt about that I mean uh, of of where I wanted to go the path there, no idea. Mm-hmm. And I think when you work um, with a certain amount of um, commitment and honesty, the right people in your life will show up. And I think mentors are really important. Like the person who actually owns the dealership is my mentor, my guru. And he's the one who's opened these doors up and allowed for, allowed me to step in them, right? And I don't think anybody is successful on their own. Everybody has somebody who's given a hand at some point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of the journey that I'm on right now is to put my hand out as, in many places as I can for, you know, for the same opportunity that I received. But I think you have to be the one to walk through the door. Nobody will walk you through the door. Somebody will open it, but you have mm-hmm. to be waiting in front of it. Yeah. You get what I mean? So you have to get to the door. So I think my whole thing was just to, like I said at the beginning, learn everything I need to for that opportunity. And when that opportunity comes in, it will come. It's just you got to be patient. Yeah. Right? So okay, perfect, I think that perfect. was kind of the journey there. I like it. Um, so I know there's, there, there's something else you wanted to touch on. Um, life. Uh, well, life positive. L- yeah, L-I-F-E positive. Yeah, so what's, what's, the, what's that? So back in 2012... I had a moment, I was driving to work and there was something on the news they were talking about, uh, uh, I, I don't recall clearly, but it was something about HIV positive and something about the whole, there was a whole uh, segment on it on the radio. And this whole concept came to me within 30 seconds. It was like just something that just hit me right in my heart. So the concept was how people are diagnosed with HIV positive. I came up with a concept where I want to diagnose people with LIFE positive, which mm. stands for love, inspire, fight, fear, and energy and positive. So, and all those criteria in life have their own weight, right? So, you know, love on its own ins- inspiration, and then obviously fighting your fears, and you need energy through all of that. So, I started on a journey like th- with that to care or to spread as much of that energy as I can within my family, within my friends and as much as I can. And I started on YouTube at that point. And I think I had touched on it with you before is just, mm-hmm. you know, again, my commitment to work and my family that I kind of went off of it. And I started back on that journey now. And uh, yeah, it's just something that I want to be able to talk to people like you and other people that are here inspiring and learn from and, and spread it forward. And and just take that as a journey, but that's kind of the 
I, we're I, the root of it. I really, I really like that that you're that you're about like I want to pay it forward. Somebody helped me get to where I am, Definitely. so now it's my turn to help somebody get to Definitely. get to get to a better place than than where they're going right now. Um, and I think that's like everybody should do it, and it's something 100%. that it's like it's very fulfilling when you're able to. To just say like, here I wanna I wanna help you, and and here's what I can do to help you, um, and then you see what they're able to do with kind of the kind of the help that you were, you gave them. When you touch, you you hit it right on the thing, the fulfillment of it. I think too many people uh, are are afraid of of their own position or their own of where they are in life that they don't give one hundred percent to others. If you get what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. they, they hold back information and gems. And I think the most empowering thing you can do is give everything that you know that can help others because I believe the more you give, you will receive. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's that circle of life. And I, I believe it in wholeheartedly. I try to live by that every day with every person that is in my surroundings. It doesn't matter, you know, if they're my family or friends or coworkers. I try to empower as much as I can if I have the ability to do so. And that fulfillment, I don't think there's anything that can fill that, fill that hole uh, other than that. I, there's no other joyous feeling. Yeah, man. It's, it's, all about, it's all about that fulfillment, feeling good, helping others feel yeah. good. Um, okay, so where can, where can people find you online? Uh, my Instagram is amitsatch 27 um, L-I-F-E positive uh, I just started a podcast too Obviously we'll have you on for sure mm-hmm. And um, yeah that's it Just started on the digital platform So not really there yet But we just started on that journey Okay perfect perfect Okay so I mean you've been You've been living that Continual growth lifestyle um, You've learned a lot You're, you've, you've, People have helped you You've helped people So what would what, What's one thing That you want to leave Our listeners with on you know how to how to keep living that continual growth lifestyle how to you know when the tough times come how to how to keep getting through it what's kind of your one piece of advice listen to your instincts listen to your gut that first initial reaction that you have from your own inner soul is probably the best answer that you're going to have and stick it through don't make it more complicated than it is. If you have passion behind what your heart desires, don't, don't give up on it. it. There's not many people in life that get to work with their passion. And if you've been gifted enough to walk that path, don't, don't take a different road. It will happen. It will come. Just be patient and enjoy the journey. That's where the joy is. That's where the happiness is. And take it step by step and just don't give up. Jeez. Hey, bars, man. I like that a lot. Amit, thanks for coming on the show. Got you, man. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Guys, if you like this episode, you know what we need you to do. Like, share, Definitely. review, rate. Hey, until next week, what are we going to do? Kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless up. Bless up.